I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. All right. Well, on that note, here it is for real. Now we're going. Okay. In three, two, one. In level one, the hyenas laughed at me. In level 10, they stopped laughing. The Lion King for Sega Genesis and Super NES systems. Game and systems sold separately. Hmm. Genesis. Oh, remember? Separately. They had a version. That's right. We'll get to it. it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Play Retro. Yeah, that's right. This is Play Retro. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Johnson, and... Simba's serious about getting all bunged up oh. in the second level uh, to the point that players will rage quit and bring the cart back to Blockbuster before the weekend is out. Well, well, I guess Scar wins again. Hey, where's your dad? Wilderbeast meat. Got it. Anyway, oh. it's a whole new world. Oh, wait, that's the wrong movie. <laughs> it's a whole new world. Um, so, oh, hi, I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway, and I just can't wait to be cheated. <laughs> Uh, nobody telling me to rent this or go buy that. Yeah. Now, see here. If you think I'm going to pay $49.95 for the full game when Blockbuster has it for like 4 bucks for the weekend, well, you got another thing coming. Wait. What is this monkey shit? Stop tossing me back, you barrel of monkey-looking apes. Simba, <laughs> I am your father. Oh, the wilderbeast. Oh, the wilderbeast. Yeah. Like Scott said. Yeah. The wilderbeast is trouble. You don't want to mess Simba, with him. Simba, I am your father. That's right. Uh, yeah, never forget. We had, we had uh, James Earl Jones as the voice of uh, not Simba, but the other one, Malf- Malfeasance. Yeah, What's his name? Mal Mal Mufasa. No, Mufasa. And then you're supposed to go. Yeah, do it again. Yeah, do it Mufasa. again. Yeah, that movie's kind of right. annoying now. Those those. Uh, well, look, I like that movie. I think Blind King is fine. I just think that the hyenas are kind of annoying. That's all. That's all. Everyone yeah. else is fine. Everyone yeah, else little, plays a role. It's fine. I don't mind Rafiki. So are you, you're I don't saying mind. Whoopi Goldberg did not do it for you as a hyena, but that was the point, right? No, that she did back then. Her, her and Cheech Marin were fine back in the day, and then whoever played Ed, I don't know who that voice was, but those three were fine when it was new was, in 1994. Not right. now. Not now. That's all I'm saying. It hasn't held no. up. Okay. The rest Has of the movie not totally holds up. Rest movie's fine. Rafiki. Up. Bird. What's the bird's name? Uh, ca- cataract, so whatever it is. Rafiki's the monkey. Cataract, you nailed it. Yeah, cataract. Rafiki's the monkey. Rafiki is the monkey. I'm doing We're gonna it again. slow down now for for Scott Johnson. Cannot stop. He he knows all the names. I know the names. He just doesn't know the order. I can tell you, Pumba. Names go. Pumba's the the hog, Pumbaa. the warthog. 
He's uh, the warthog. There you go. It's in the song. It's in the song. That's Hakuna right. Matata. Yep. And then that's that's Nathan Lane playing. And who does the, the voice um, of that? Nathan Lane. There you go. Oh, look at you. You learned something. I don't know who the. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who did the warthog voice though. Somebody else. Obviously not Nathan Lane. I don't remember. But I remember Matthew Broderick was Simba when he was older. And right. uh, the girl was somebody famous. Nala. Crap. Yeah, Nala, Nala as an adult somebody was somebody famous. Can't remember who. Right. Singer maybe. Uh, Singer maybe sounds right. Yeah. And then uh, uh, yeah. Carl, Carl Scar was played by Carl. Jeffrey. Carl was played. <laughs> mean old Uncle Carl. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Carl killed your dad. <laughs> oh, shit. What are you going to do? Yeah. Can't remember his name. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about the Lion King, specifically the <laughs> SNES game, and it's there's some controversies around that game. A lot of you remember it, you loved it, whatever. Uh, it was right up there with Aladdin in terms of you know fandom for it. But uh, yeah, we there was about Aladdin. There was some dark game. business about that game, and we'll get to it. Yeah, uh, coming up. But before yeah. we do, I got my second Amber Nick in. Um, Wait, you have now? You have two Amber to the Nicks? Well, it's wrapped in a box because I'm giving this to my right. son as a gift. Uh, because Aww. I just felt like doing it. Now this is the, I found that screaming deal on AliExpress oh. or AliExpress. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, you know what? You Time to get it. In. it. That's Aww. right. So I so I brought it in. I wrapped it. I put a bow on it. I should say my wife wrapped it in bow. Oh put my. a bow on it. If you can't, I was about to say if you can't see this, Scott is showing us this because I thought, oh, he's going to give it. He's going to give it. He's going to give a gift to his kid. And how do you do that? You just walk up to him and go here. Here's yeah. a stupid thing. I don't Have know this. what to do with the box. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. Scott's wrapped this thing up and I'm like immediately I looked I was like oh my god Scott wrapped it up in this nice brown uh, craft looking paper maybe mm-hmm. gold I can't quite tell on the, on the screen brown it's like and it's got this it nice is craft red. paper you're right about that yeah it's a good description. Like, oh, it looks beautiful and it's, it looks like a nice piece of meat and it's you know it's got a nice red ribbon on it and everything yeah, and for just yeah. a second I thought oh, wow Scott has really upped his wrapping game and I was like no way did he do that that's totally a Kim job Totally yeah. a Kim job. A Kim got job, like a skin job, really. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's skim, that like Kim, skim. Kim did that, and uh, and it's got a little note I wrote. I can't read it on the camera, obviously. And I'm going to give it to him when he comes over this afternoon because I just feel like it's time for that. And also, that kid grew up with my handhelds. Just played them to death. So right. it's a perfect gift for him. He'll love it. Very excited. Love it. Uh, Brian, what did you get up to with your analog pocket and your whatnot over the week? Oh, so I, I got my, of course, a couple weeks ago, I got my analog pocket. If you're not familiar with that, it is a handheld uh, device that's about the form factor of a Game Boy. But it's a lot newer and a lot nicer and got a nice backlit screen and, uh, and all the nice new buttons and everything in it. But it does take Game Boy carts. And if you have an adapter, it'll take Game Gear and other uh, handheld games of that era. And you can play it directly from there using your real carts. Or you can do what I did this last week, which is what I was waiting on just a little bit. I wanted to see what the out of the box experience was and then i wanted to see what the open fpga experience is that is a project that brings uh these roms to uh to to play as a fpga so that's what this device is the fpga is emulating real hardware right um unlike some of the other emulation where it's emulating in a software level so right here i am i loaded it up i've got my different cores on there and this is how I played some of the Lion King games this way. I played the uh, Game Boy and Game Gear games this way this week because I wanted to do something with a handheld, you know, some a D-pad and a couple of buttons. <laughs> yeah. And I got to say, it's perfect. Yeah. It's pitch perfect, just like people promised. I, I have a friend of mine who's got, uh, you know, he's got a, a Retroid Pocket 
which is uh, you know Android type device, which is closer probably into relation to like the Amber Nix that we have, but maybe a little more powerful than the one he has. You know, and he fired up the um, the Lion King on his version and was making comparisons and everything. Now, his did look a little bit more colorful, but mine was a little bit more accurate. And that's what I wanted. And so I he said, yeah, it seems real snappy. That's usually the first thing everybody says, even though you can't. When you look at it, sometimes if you're just watching somebody else play um, an FPGA type device, just looking at it. And then seeing them do it on another device, you're like, oh, what's, what's the difference? It's all the same. Mm. But man, when you play it, there's just like this, there's there's like zero input lag. Everything just, it feels tight. Mm. It's it's kind of hard to, to explain to somebody the difference between it. Yeah. Until you've actually experienced That's the whole, it. that's so, that whole PGA uh, lifestyle, man. And I don't mean the yeah, pro yeah. golf league thing. The FPGA, or, right. Yeah, the FPGA. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I got a note from somebody who said he picked up an analog pocket and he said oh, yes. that it was, he felt like it was mostly hype. He says this, just as a counter to what you're saying. He says, easy enough to install ROMs, but the uh, Mi U Mini and the Ambernick RG35XX Plus are both better devices, in my opinion. It sure looks sexy. Uh, hardware and software feel cheap to use, though. Just my two cents. Interesting. Yeah, so he was, he's, friend, he was having a bit of an opposite experience with it. He wasn't as happy with it, but um, that doesn't mean... My friend know. now... Uh, right. Now, the interface is pretty bare bones. Almost all FPGA products I've used, they're very bare bones. You're going to get a much better... Just, you know, navigating games, locating games. You're going to get better experience there. But as far as the hardware goes, this pocket, this analog pocket is some pretty solid stuff. Mm. It is. A, it's a good feeling device. I've had the Amber Nicks and I've had different levels of, uh, you know, of, of devices, including, you know, the, something big like a uh, like a, a stream deck, a steam deck. Um, and I got to say the analog pocket absolutely feels like quality to me. Yeah. I, it feels from what I can tell, it looks solid or is as good as anything, you know, as good as any of the top tier stuff, as far as that goes. Um, he sent me a comparative photo of the screen size and that was a little surprising to me. So I guess, so I guess the analog is the true three by two or whatever the hell it is, uh, original right. Game Boy uh, uh, aspect ratio, right? And the other is the Game Correct. Game Boy Advance four by three ratio. Um, yes. So, you know, you give a little, take a little, I guess. But the idea with the analog pocket is, hey, we're, we're going for the most authentic possible hardware experience yes. and size experience. And so I think that's why they chose to go that way. But yeah, analog pocket is definitely, almost all analog products are specifically designed to be as accurate hardware accurate as possible and you know that may not be your jam you may not give a poop you may not give a poop but i like how things feel because i you know if you're if you're gaming for the first time and you've never played the lion king or any of these games before you may never notice any difference at all sure but it feels a little bit sluggish to me when i play it on those my my amber nick as opposed to my analog pocket and that's preference Mm. i you know that's just me that's just me. I'm not judging you. If you like the other, you can play the other. That's by that's the, you know it's so that's Brian's defensive voice when he's going, Hey, yeah. it's okay. You do what you hey, want. It's okay, man. You play what you want. Play what you want, man. And you're play right. What you want. You're right. You do play what you want. And by the way, I have another thing to tell you. Remember how I told you about how my RG fifty eight had a little piece of plastic or something flying around in it and I couldn't figure out what it was from? Yeah. I opened yeah. it. And uh, I had to wait for these tools to come in because it uses those star screwdrivers and I didn't have a whole set. So I was missing yeah. the size I needed. So I ordered a set right. of those. They're like nine bucks at, on Amazon. No big deal. Pick those up. Came in. I'm like, sweet. Here's the one I need. Um, 
got it open and yeah. it's uh it's a really it's a nice tight little design in there i like what they've done mostly yeah. for the most part yeah but anyway there. i got in there, in there mm-hmm. and i shook it around and i'm like where is this piece it's not in the part where I've got it open. So where is it? Is it behind the circuit board? Do I have to take the circuit board out? So I'm starting to get no. frustrated. But now I don't even hear it shaking. I'm like, well, what the hell did I do? Did I already come out and I, it's on the table somewhere? I looked, couldn't find it, put it all back together, screwed it together, shook it. It's gone. The shake is gone. I don't know what happened. Oh, I don't know what the happened. The shake is gone. Yeah. That's the song I thought Sometimes of. Sometimes you get lucky. Yeah. No, that was Sometimes weird. Sometimes you get lucky. Well, anyway, there's our uh, there's our handheld update. It is time for us to get into today's discussion about 1994's The Lion King. Shall we play a game? Let's do that indeed. We are talking about this game, which, of course, is very popular and a big deal. Or at least it was at the time. Uh, this controls you're mostly Simba. You're 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 pretty much that's all you are. And you're running around these stages. They basically mirror the locations of the film uh, that the whole thing is based on. And, uh, you know, you start in Simba's youth. He's young. He's got a squeaky little kid voice. And then you work your way up to squeaky roar. Yeah, big time. And then you work your way up to a confrontation ultimately with Uncle Scar as an adult. Um, The game is very pretty. It was a nice showcase for what the SNES was capable of. And for the most part, the gameplay was really strong. But Brian, there's a dirty little secret with this game. <gasps> there's a this was 1994. And yeah, Disney was very involved with this game. Now we'd seen we had seen uh, Virgin Interactive do Aladdin. Also, Disney was fairly involved, but they got really excited here. Uh, Westwood Studios, Disney, Virgin Interactive got together. And they made The Lion King, and it was 1994, a different time indeed. What was our dirty little secret about this hard-ass game that we remember for the SNES and the Genesis? Mm. Yeah, the hard part, you just mentioned hard-ass. So um, yeah, there was this thing going on where uh, they got in cahoots <laughs> with, <laughs> cahoots. with Blockbuster <laughs> To, Uh-oh. to try to limit... So you know, here's the problem with Blockbuster. Here's the whole concept that, yeah. that this is an issue. I'm sure yeah, there yeah. were meetings about this all the time. I don't know. I would love to have been a fly on the wall at corporate <laughs> headquarters. But they were renting video games and right. doing really well as a video game mm-hmm. rental uh, you know, solution. And back in this right. 8-bit, 16-bit days, games were not as long as they are today. Uh, they were... If you knew what you were doing and you, you, know, you were smart... I don't know if you were just good at the game. You could rip through a a rental in like an afternoon. You could beat it in a couple of hours and then you would return it. And that was it. You were never renting that game again, nor would you ever buy that game. And so they were like, well, we got to figure out a way to make it. So if somebody rents this game, they don't beat it during the rental period. Yeah. Yeah. We want to make them come back and rent it again because they ran out of time and now they got to keep playing it. How do we do that? And how they did it was making it unreasonably difficult (laughs) <laughs> to beat specifically the second level. It was really hard to a point that yes. it was like obvious that they were trying to stop people from, from getting too far into the thing. That seems so yeah. devious to me. To it do that. seems so dirty. So let's get some backstory on this. So the Lewis castle was the creative director and he's talked a lot about uh, this game since the time that it was released. Um, as a matter of fact, a lot of the creators have went on to apologize to the public at large for making this game somewhat broken because uh, it was, uh, this is what he said. He said it was critically important, critically important to Disney that they not get more than a certain percentage, the user, 
uh, the game before one night's rental, which was like seven or eight hours of play, Castle said. Yeah. Um, he went on to reveal that the game developers got this information late in the process, which meant that they had very little flexibility in terms of game design. And particularly, he called out how the game's designers decided to make the monkey level, which is at the beginning or in the middle part of part of part two, uh, the most challenging. But if the players got past that point, well, they, they could easily be able to flow through the rest of the Lion King game. So when you get to the monkey tossing, there's a part in second level. Uh, by the way, the Lion King is all based on locations in the movie. Some of the locations got cut but remain in the game. But it was all based on that kind of stuff. And there's a part that I don't remember in the movie um, where you're jumping around on trees and there's monkeys and they're in different trees and they grab you uh, and they toss you. You can make those monkeys toss you in a different direction by landing on bird nest to, nest to them and roaring, and that puts them in a different direction. So it's an environmental puzzle. Yeah. You gotta you gotta figure out how to make the monkeys pass you to the next part. And as you can imagine, there's no instructions in the manual that say, you know, here's a here's a hint on how to get past this part. No, you're going from the first level, which is pretty darn short. It's just platforming, left to right platforming. Yeah, very basic, you're not jumping. hard, not difficult. You go from left to right, no. you get to the end, and you're done. Yeah, and you're done. You kill you kill a hyena, which is a pain in the ass, and then you get to the second stage. You get to play a little bit there. You, get, you learn how the monkeys work, and then you jump on some giraffe heads. The next thing you know, you're in the the the, the hellscape that is the you know the barrel of monkeys monkey toss all right and uh that's so yeah so that's maybe even for you know for a kid who's playing this eight ten year old playing this game you know that would be very frustrating because they're trying to trap you in that area for close to eight hours if that gives you any clue of how hard this would have been back in 1994 with no you know no no manual this thing came out along just about basically about time the movie released. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, you were out there by yourself. And this was all in the name of sticking it to Blockbuster yeah. and the video game rental market. Yep. Um, there, yep. Which sucks because too, you could buy this game and I owned it, right? But they didn't make yeah, the second yeah. level any easier. Like I go, I wish there would have been a rental only level where they could do this tomfoolery. And get away with right. it and say, well, this is just the rental. If you have the game or buy it retail, this isn't that. This isn't that. I, I wish right. they would have done that. I would have felt less cheated um, Disney, by, by the system. That Disney, pissed me off. It, exactly. A lot of people feel cheated. That's the reason why the creators came out. They were very disappointed because they're, they're love, they love games just like we do. And so they were very disappointed they had to stick it to these young gamers especially. And so, but there is a... There's a bigger story there with Nintendo and how Nintendo had really fought really hard to try to get video game rentals out of Blockbuster. Luckily, the software market was able to, they were ahead of the curve. They were able to, uh, before it was well established that rental places were renting out that kind of stuff, The they, they were able to lobby and get some laws passed so that you couldn't just... You know, it's, you couldn't just rent out windows and people could, could copy them. There was a while for a while you could, but they eventually got there. So you couldn't, but not so for uh, Nintendo and the video game market. Mm -hmm. They were just screwed. Yeah. Matter of fact, the only thing that released them from uh, the hell that was video game rentals was the fact that video game rental stores 
in general just disappeared. Yeah, they went, uh, we went still, away. You can still do it. Yeah, you can still yeah. go to a Redbox, it. but it's not the same as it used to be. Not even close. I don't think Redbox carries any video games at all now. I think I bought all the clearance stuff they had. Uh, they they may still rent some, and there's still you know there's there's video game rentals that still exist. And as a matter of fact, the laws are lax enough that you can still do this. You can, unlike movie rentals, where the studios were able to say, hey. You know, you've got to give us a lead time before you start renting our movies. There was never that with uh, video games. You could just, you know, the, you'd either buy it directly from a Nintendo yeah. or whoever who stopped that pretty quick. You're right, though. 2019, just, they quit doing it. I didn't know that. That's yeah, news yeah. to me. I thought so, Redbox was still a place I could go get that shiz, but nope. It's just not, it's probably just not financially uh, sound because they probably had, they probably get the, you know, because there's no market where they can get a, a cheaper price on video games. They essentially have to go out and buy the video games retail yeah. and then rent them out. So it, it takes a lot of rentals for those, you know, for a $60 game um, plus losses and everything else to, to make sure you recover that when they can just, you know, work with the movie studios and get disc on the cheap, you know, yeah. particular versions for their own stuff and, you know, and, and rent those. It just, yeah, there, there's also, they benefit as much as you hear video game companies complain about, well, that's mostly retailers that complain about it, but they, but, you know, there's complaints about digital sales versus disc sales and digital is, right. is creeping up and taking over. Um, and some, some, some markets it's absolutely already taking over for me. It took over, I don't know, 2012 and I haven't looked back. I, I don't buy physical yeah. discs anymore. Yeah. So, um, that actually is in their favor because it, there is no rental market on digital copies. If there right. is, then then you, the platform holder, would run that. So if you had a way of renting or lending games the way Steam does or the way uh, other consoles might, it's up to the console manufacturer how that works, not some rental company they don't control. Um, so right. this problem is kind of gone now. It just the market took care yeah, of it. it. it yeah, it, it took care of itself. And, and like you said earlier, you know, it, it was true. We would, if you went and got the Lion King, you could finish it in the afternoon. So yeah, they, they definitely didn't want people to rent them on the weekends and then finish them. But that was a limitation of the hardware. Now we have games that go on, you know, for, you know, 60, 80, you know, hundreds of hours. And so if you did rent games now, you still probably wouldn't finish them. And I rented some games uh, that, that I did that. It was start. It's almost like getting a demo's worth, like I used to say. That's like, about all you get. Worth. Yeah, you get a demo's worth. I mean, yeah. the, the truth of this, were, there were games then, you know, the Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VI, for example, here in the yeah. States, it was called VI. That game was huge. Like, you will spend yeah. many, many hours in it. But for every Final Fantasy, there were <laughs> 50 of these things. And these things were short. Yeah. And they were short because there was there was a couple of reasons, uh, partly because Disney really wanted a high quality product. And so they didn't allow, uh, the, you know, the developers to create their own animation. They, you know, they they had them work with the Disney animators. So yep. you get these beautiful. This game is not only beautiful and colorful for the SNES and the Genesis, those 16 bit systems. The the animation is great. The idle animation, I, I many times I just stopped and watched to see what what young Simba would do. Um, I loved it. I loved how he how he moved. It just everything about it reminds me. It's really immersive. Mm -hmm. The problem is it's a trade off. We're talking about carts at this time, and there's only so much memory, so you only can have so many levels of play uh, before you before you had a room. Yeah, we had um, huge limitations so, back but, then, and and so you'd end up with yeah. a shorter game. And that's just the way it was. And we were okay with it. We lived with it. But if you were going to make a Lion King, if you're going to make a Lion King game today, like a straight up, 
you know, two, even a 2D yeah. game, you'd still have to be longer than what they made that thing. It's just too short. Aladdin yeah, my, was too short. Favorite. This was too short. All those Disney games were too yes. freaking short. Too short. But that's because they were they were uh, they were trying to create the Disney experience in a medium that hadn't quite gotten to 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 maturity that that it would experience. So, yeah, I, I, I loved I loved it, though, because I loved the Lion King music. I had the soundtrack. I watched the the, the summer it came out. I went, I think it was summertime, right? Hmm. I'm thinking that right. Think yeah. anyway, anyway, when it came out, I went and saw it. I was at the beach. The reason why I think it's summertime. I saw it at the beach, so it could have been any time of the year. I just assumed that, that, that since I was at the beach, it had to be summer. Yeah, it's almost, um, yeah but you'd then, think it would be. That's when I yeah. went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that makes sense. So it, then I, you know, I had the soundtrack. I, you know, every every time it, that there was just like, yeah, I mean, every it was it was Lion King year. Everything was Lion King, and I couldn't get enough of it. And I, I think I remember renting this. I would have been maybe a year out of Blockbuster from, from working at Blockbuster at that point in time. And oh. I did used to rent those games. To yeah. People. You were part of the problem, fun. man. You were part of the issue. Though. I was, yeah, <laughs> I was part of the problem, but it was, it was exciting and fun. Um, if you never, if you didn't get to experience the rental market in, in, in during the nineties, early nineties, um, you would go to the, to the rental store and you could, if you went specifically to Blockbuster, you could get a big, a big case, a big black case with all kinds of foam in the inside, and uh, and the system was inside there, mm-hmm. usually like a SNES or a, a, an, an NES or something like that, or Genesis, and you would rent that for the weekend, and it wasn't too bad. I think it was. I think most of the times it was like in the ten dollar range. Now you did have to have a parent uh, to co-sign off on this because you'd have to have a fifty dollar deposit. I think it was at one point in time. Yep. Uh, then you'd grab a couple of games. Some of the older ones, I think were two, maybe $4 for the new ones. And, uh, you would rent those for the weekend. That's what you would do. You would, you would, you, you would go in your, your mom, dad, rent something adulty. And they're like, well, we're going to get the kids. And we'd grab a couple of games and we would go home and we'd have a good time or yeah. go to a friend's house. Cause it's in a case, take it where you want to go. Chat's right. Gamefly still exists, still doing rentals. Yes, it does. Uh, yes. They even rent arcade machines. And when they say that, what they actually mean are those one-up arcade things you buy at the Walmart or whatever. Oh, I did not know that. That's an interesting concept. I think, they only, I think they only sell them, though, not rent them. Let's see. Okay, they only sell them. Okay. I think so. Yeah, these all say buy. So as much as... Oh, yeah, here we go. Well, it says... I'm clicking rent. Um, I want to rent. I want to rent. Let's you know, see. Yeah. Rent to own places still rent things like PlayStation Five. They're exactly they're they're crazily priced. Yeah, remember rent to own. Rent to own was nuts, dude. That was a weird time. Yeah, they still do that. You still can rent to own if you want to buy a PS Five for a thousand dollars. Go ahead, they'll let you do it. Yeah, that's what they. That's how they get you. So it's not even like high interest. It's just the price of the thing is jacked way up. Yeah, you get. Yeah, they give you like a weekly or monthly payment, and they go, "Hey, see, see, see you can do this. Just don't, don't think about the interest. Don't think about it. Yeah, just, don't, just buy it. Kind of lame. I, I never, I never I'll trusted that. I always felt like I was getting shystered if I went and did that. You yeah, know? yeah. But back to the game, The Lion King. I really liked it. It was very immersive. I loved all the colorful things that were going on there. I love the fact that you you feel a a, a progression. So. And, you know, in a lot of games, you have level progressions here. You age up with Simba. And as you age up, you get new powers. When you first start, you only have like roll and pounce and you have a tiny little roar and you can knock. 
I think their geckos over. Uh, no, maybe you have to stomp the gecko. I think you have to stomp the geckos, but you can knock over some porcupine looking things. I don't remember this being exactly in the uh in the in the in the movie. No, they make a lot of that adjacent. shit up. Yeah. They it's have adjacent. the they have bug stuff in the movie and then they expand on that yes. here. You got to avoid these There was black no exploding and... bugs though, Scott. No. If you jumped on a if they they never they did do the little Hakuna Matata eating the bugs thing, but I don't remember them jumping on a bug and then if you don't double jump out of that stuff really quick, you get blown up. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't either. Do also, I don't that? remember bugs. I don't remember spiders taking Simba off screen for three seconds. I don't understand what that's about. <laughs> that's so creepy. Yeah, that's, that's weird. so that's so creepy. But man, yeah, this is this puts the 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 P in platforming though, because there's a there is a hell of a lot of platforming in this game. And I couldn't quite figure it out because I remember playing it, but I was a little bit older to be playing this. I was kind of revisiting my second childhood by the time the Lion King came out because my, you know, wouldn't be long for my kids to be along. And, you know, and, and I'm like, I'm not ready to give up my childhood yet. And so I remember thinking, this is kind of simple in, in uh, the repetitiveness of it. Um, but it's also really as hard to, to platform between some of these things. Cause you got to have some really tight timing much more tighter than something like a, a, a Mario game. Um, and, you know, some of these, 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 uh, these log flume areas where you got to jump on logs and stuff and you got to jump out in space where there's nothing really except for one little small platform for your little cat butt to land. <laughs> yep. Too hard. Too hard. Too hard. It's a hard me. video game. And, and part of that was we, them trying to make it so you couldn't beat it in one rental. Part of that was them just making a hard game. You know, that's the thing with platformers yeah. in the 90s. They were ass hard for a reason. Uh, this is yeah, what they like were. These were the games. You know, that's 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 how you made a, lo- a game longer. I mean, if you made it easy to platform, then you would be done in a minute and you'd yeah. be all mad. And then your parents would be mad and they'd be banging on. Westwood Studios front door wanting to know why they robbed your child of their joy. Well, the good news is if you had a Game Boy, you could also buy this game. Uh, it's a black and white old monochrome looking thing, but actually kind of looks all right visually. Sort of surprising how good wrong. the Game Boy game looks. I think it looks all right. I don't think it plays very good, but I think it looks okay. Wrong. Scott's wrong. I agree. You, I disagree. You can't see this. <laughs> if you can't see this, you let me explain it to you. It's black and white. Yeah. Took all the color out of my Lion King. Well, yeah. That's the point. Lion King is all about color. But it's a Game Boy. Of course, there's no color in it. This is the deal. Just don't do it. Just just make that decision. Go, look, this is going to look like ass. Do not put it on the Game Boy. It's just not there for the technology. Let's wait until the Game Boy color comes out. Don't even bother. Why are we putting this on Game Boy? Fair point. But for a kid, if there was a kid out there who's like, well, all I got is the Game Boy. Well, then you have your favorite Disney movie freaking adaptation. Okay. Here. Do you though? You Can do. you even tell he's a lion? Yes. It's not that bad. Even... Like it's impressive for Game Boy <laughs> standards. You know? Let me describe it to you. Let me describe it to you. Okay, imagine you, you got a pretty good uh, co- copy of uh, The Lion King on VHS or something. Just do let's just say everybody's had a copy machine, right? Are you, so you you've gone and you've you've got some artwork. You got color artwork of The Lion King. And you take it down to the library and you run it through the Xerox about 20 times. And then you take that and you Xerox it again, but you do it in black and white. 
That's what you're looking at. Okay, you're but that's what you're describing is every Game Boy game ever made then, because <laughs> that's what Game Boy was. This is how it worked. So if you had no but, Batman on, but if, like if you had Batman on your on yeah. your Nintendo Entertainment System and it was in full color, the Game Boy game would be Batman in black and white. You were, that's just what you had. That's but what Batman, you did. Batman, but but there's a big difference here. This is a very organic game where you've got rocks that are very organic and characters that are very you know three dimensional. The Batman game were like sprites they were just you know flat sprites he was in the city you know got a bunch of squares and stuff yeah that's fine yeah but when you're like trying to do all this pixel shading and stuff i it just to me mm, the animation was still there you could still feel the spirit of the animation you could feel everything there but it really did feel like a a, a poor copy uh, something that was really good and maybe i shouldn't have played the good well let, okay now let, let me introduce you to a <laughs> let me introduce you to a color handheld known as the game gear okay that this game, one was, rocked that's nah, all right this one had <laughs> less good best. this has less good animation than the game boy game i'm gonna tell you that right now like the animation yeah, is way more party. stiff it's not as good uh disney not third directly party. involved all that stuff right uh, it's it's fine in a pinch, but look at the way he flings himself no. and then gets all stiff. It sucks. It's not great. This resolved this resolved all of the complaints people had about the other versions. What is sacrificed was the animation. And if that's all you got, bring it on because <laughs> the gameplay is way more important to me. The animation is cool. I like looking at it. It's a lot of fun. But if you want to get the true Lion King experience of a good game, this Game Gear is fun. Unlike the all the other versions where Simba is at whatever speed he's running, this has real weight and momentum behind things. When you start to run, you kind of go just a little bit, and then you get a little faster, and you get weight and momentum. The gameplay is just so much better in this. Screw you, Disney. You messed it up. Mm. Thank God you had somebody come along and you know, make a good game mm. for the game. Keeper. Who made this one? Anyway, yeah. who was this? Um, this was, I, let me see, look at the, Ciroc development, Ciroc's development, yes. right? Is that it? That's a yes, weird name. Yes, Never heard of it. those guys before. Did they ever make anything else? I they've care changed about? their, they've changed their name since then. They've changed their name since then. Let me see. What what was it called? They uh the Ciroc's, but I don't care. Oh, they're they Climax. Anything else good again? Climax Studios. Who yeah. They are now. Okay. Climax so these, Studios. we they, know these guys from a bunch of stuff, including, Silent Hill Origins, Silent Hill yes. Shattered Memories, and the Silent Hill franchise at large. Uh, let's see. They did... Uh, let me... F- okay. I'm trying to find their list of games here. Uh, Scud. Remember Scud? Scud? I love Scud. <laughs> yeah, that's my Scud problem. was great. Maybe that's my problem. Uh, <laughs> let's see. They published a number of VR titles uh, lately. What are they doing now? Um, let's see. The studio would then later be acquired. Okay, Keyword Studios now owns them as of 2021. So they they got sold, and who yeah. knows what they're up to now. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, and see, they, they kept the spirit. Matter of fact, this is even better. Look at this version. So in between uh, each of the levels, I don't know if it happens to every level, but uh, I definitely between the first and the second level, you have this this uh, area where Pumbaa has to run back and forth and catch grubs and bugs as they fall from a high. And uh, here it falls all the way from the top in the other games. One of the other characters is dropping the bugs and it's a very short span. And it almost feels like they're trying to trick you because this is a mini game. You want to collect as much as possible. No, No penalty other than you're trying to hit your high score, but they're constantly trying to trick you here. He's doing a little bit. Everything looks like he's missed some things. 
this is such better gameplay. I'm just going to say it. The <laughs> gameplay is just so much better for the sacrifice of a, a, a little bit of animation. Why don't you I'm just marry the Game Gear? Why don't you just do that? I would, if I could marry the Game Gear, we would be at the courthouse right now. <laughs> I'd be changing my name to Brian Gear. Would be my name. Do you ever get that one fixed? You're working on one, right? You're trying to get live. it working. Yeah, yeah. I've got a cap kit. Uh, I got coming in. I'm going to try to replace the caps and stuff. And then, I man, I've I've been really impressed. Well, there's two systems, handheld systems, that I've been impressed with that I was not necessarily impressed with back in the day. Mm. Game Boy Advance and the Game Gear. Those Mm. two have just really interesting games to me and are just some really great systems that I was aware of, had, played a little bit of, but did not appreciate uh, what they were. Well, now that's changed. I got to say. Now you you, you know. And and knowing is half the battle. And now, it's all the battle, I think. But, you know, I don't think we played, amazingly, in a movie with some of the best uh, Disney music of that time. There yeah. was a whole run of movies for Disney that was part musical, part adventure, mm-hmm. everything else, princesses and princes, and they still do it. But, you know, there was just this huge run where Disney figured it out. They said, oh, okay. They kinda, no, Little Mermaid kinda, weren't really good. Yeah, they kind of owned it, too. Nobody else was even close yeah. to that. Yeah. No, nobody was. Everybody was wanted to bite on that after a while. But, yeah, we didn't even, we haven't even played any of the music. The SNES Genesis version music is phenomenal that crap that came out of the game boy <laughs> i put a link in there i don't i can't wait to be king they murdered it i don't know if you if you uh, saw that i'll link play it there. here i'll let's see where you put that oh there it is you want, you want to play the good stuff first and then give them the bad stuff no to, i'm gonna play him this, stuff, i'm gonna play him the good stuff let's play this uh this right. is the one you put in there for that i just need to turn it up here we go. Yeah, this is the game boy by the way Okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's not the worst thing we've ever okay. heard. It starts out. I mean, for the, the Game Boy, part is the start out. Yeah, let's get a little further. Then in. they lose their way. I don't know. It's all parts. right. It's okay. You keep hitting the good parts. I'm telling you, there's a part. There's parts there that goes. All right, try this. It's just, it's just, it's just terrible. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That doesn't sound good. I, I don't know if that's beyond the, that part of the song. All I know is there's there's parts of I Can't Wait to Be King that just turns trash. It's it's going along well. or like, I can't wait to be king. And it's kind of like just it just the same song, but it, well, just, it gets weird. How about the, the SNES game? You see this? It's okay. Little, flute, little flutes and horns. It's just jungle music. Boink, boink, boink. Yeah, it's not from the movie though, is it? It's a lot of like just standard ass. Not that part, but they but they do they do uh, they do a lot of the music from the movie as well. But that there's a lot of parts where it's just that you know standard whatever. Um, one of the things I have forgotten of that I loved about those games from that era is you would have the sound test, which we don't get in games anymore. The sound test would typically just be a list of all the songs or maybe some sound bites that you could do, and I did that for probably a good 15 minutes just going through all the songs. Because I was like, I'll never make these levels to hear it. So, Okay, well, how'd they do in the game gear? Let's hear the game gear. This is the game gear. See? Marry me, Mr. Gear. All right, it's not. It's pretty good. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Now, what if I played a commercial for the Tiger Electronics handheld Lion King game? What if I did that? I'm going to play Oh my that. God, please. You okay, check this that. out, chat. We're going to show the whole thing. Journey to Africa with Simba and his friends in the Lion King handheld game. Jamba. What? Jamba. I don't understand. Simba. Oh, Simba. Destined to be king of the jungle, you help Simba dodge wildebeest and pounce on hyenas. Man, are they ugly. Feast on bugs. Slimy. That's satisfying. Reunite with Nala. And crush oh the evil scar to become the Lion King. I win! Tiger's Lion King electronic handheld game. Batteries not included. You- that looks like you think they're overselling it. I think, think I think I think they oversold it. Yeah, I also think. Uh, what did that girl think <laughs> the name of the damn thing was? What did she say? I don't know. She's like she's like saying some kind of weird words like slalom, slalom, slalom. What? What? Ball, so I don't know what she's saying. But then then he goes. Then she goes Simba or something. <laughs> <laughs> you go. Oh, what the hell she's talking about now? You know. You know where Game Gear shines now is an emulation because. Back in yeah, the day, yeah. you could only play your games for about 20 minutes before they all went yeah. to poop and you had to go out beg your parents for another four <laughs> or six batteries. Uh, oh, I, absolutely. You that really didn't help them. If you have a game gear, yeah. Yeah, if you're going to have a game gear, I mean, just get a just get a little charger. I mean, you can get chargers if you're a car charger, you can get any, you can get a charger. I mean, it, no one was playing their game gear out on a park bench or something like mm-hmm. always with advertised you could play it on your park bench no 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 one's i'm not sitting on a park bench playing that thing yeah yeah but plus there's outlets everywhere now outside outlets that whatever was the thing back when we were kids sure. but now sure you fine you can find an outlet Wooja man in the chat Maybe says he had a baseball or sorry basketball tiger electronics game that was probably ass but man i loved it i think there's going to be a lot of people who yeah. got into those tiger games or got into game and watch or whatever and think that stuff yeah. was cool if you play it now, <laughs> I love oh, how you say so bad. Think that stuff was cool. Your your nostalgia is incorrect. I'm just saying, um, if you played it now, you know it would be yeah. bad. It would be a terrible experience. There's no way you can. So I went. I kind of did a, a little deep dive in this because I do. They they were really so. This is like Tiger Electronics second. Con- I don't know. This this was Tiger Electronics at probably their height. Uh, for LCDs, right? We grew up with LEDs, right? The, the football yeah. games, Mattel yeah. football games. And this was the LCD screens. They were just, you know, liquid crystal displays that had, uh, you know, just it's just a gray screen and you would have parts of it light up with just a particular shape, like a character, like in this case, the Lion King or, you know, Simba or whoever's in there. Um, and yeah, it would, it, you, they'd only move to different areas of the screen, but it was always the same character. So there was only so many spots 
on the screen for a character to occupy. Right. And based on that, you would move your uh, your D-pad around uh, to, to position them to create to do some type of action. Right. right. Very limited gameplay. Very simplistic gameplay. Nothing like what they were selling us there. But back in the day, the, 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 the these people were really good at, a, at one thing. And that was uh, th- that that was getting licensed properties. So they would they would go out and they would they would get a licensed property for something. They would make a very simplistic game. There was only like 40 or 50 employees at the, at the place. And then they would package that thing up and they would ship it out, selling it for 20 to 40 dollars. And then parents who are hearing their kids go, I want king game. I want this, you know, it, a very small investment, mm. uh, you know, a, a, you know, a, a, not to buy a console, don't have to buy a cart. You got everything's right there in one system, low investment, $20, $30 or whatever. And you shut your kid up for five minutes. And, you know, if you, if you compare the nothing to what the kid had before, <clears throat> this is something. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, you're not, <laughs> this is something. <laughs> Uh, there's some, a, they have an 18, 18 game. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Oh man. They had, t- they, yeah, that was their whole thing. You just, that was their whole cash, uh, incentive was to go, let's go license something, uh, make a game out of it. This is early nineties. We didn't have, uh, when a lot of these things are coming out, we were right about to have the game boy. So yeah. when you were telling, you know, these, these companies, well, we can put, you know, we can put your property uh, in the kids, uh, you know, kids hands. And then, you know, they will be a fan or whatever. And so, and it's a really low risk, really low investment. And, and, uh, they sold lots of these and, and you would see, you would get one of these, uh, you know, birthdays, Christmas, and just when you need like a 20 or $30 gift, boom, there yeah. you go. Yeah. I look, Billy likes the lion King. Yep. I'm they had a, this. they had a jeopardy device. I remember this thing, right? Where yeah. it had a cartridge hole, so it wasn't just the game all built in. Cartridge it, hole. It, it had the basic Jeopardy game, but <laughs> if you wanted all these Jeopardy cartridges, there were like six cart carts you could buy. They had all different trivia, yeah. and you'd plug them in there and play more Jeopardy. Made sense to me at the time. Actually, I'm a little more surprised Jeopardy. Tiger didn't pivot at some point and go, "We're going to make a real handheld. We're going to compete with." Oh Mark my with- gosh, Scott. Are you like clairvoyant? Maybe I must be. They did. Oh my lord! What they, they do? They What's it did. They made a little handheld. It Is did it not this, do well, this. and we are eventually going to have a whole episode on Tiger Electronics. And the reason why? Because every week I have somebody who tells me when are y'all going to cover the handheld Tiger and you know the Mattel things from back in the day. And I always thought, eh, there's just a few crazy fringe people. Just the one wrong. Do you me, see it? Do you see this? Right. Is this it? This is the Gamecom. Game.com. At least the Gamecom. Yeah. Yep. Game.com. There you go. I don't remember this at all. Completely passed me up. Did not see this. Yep. Wow. I've got to get my hands on that. Uh, I've got to get my hands on one of those things. Looks like it's got LCD, like little square blocks and stuff. I don't know exactly how it works, but there you games. I assume it was like a straight up game. There was, it must've been like a Game Boy type. I mean, you know, you're pushing graphics, not just LCD static. I don't know if I, it looks like the burn in looks like squares. (laughs) I could be wrong. Maybe it's just the picture. Uh, I can't tell either. Yeah, I don't know. I can't tell I can't get my hands on one of these things, though. How hard but, do you uh, think game, it'd be to find that? How are you going to get them? How are you going to buy one? Where are I, they? I'm, I, I'm sure they got them on me. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I'm going to be able to find one. And that's what, been one of the reasons why we haven't done a show is because it, in the past, I kept going, how are we going to do this? Because, you know, how are we going to, we can't emulate it. 
we'll have to have like X number of games to be able to do it. And they're pretty simple games. So we'd probably want to do multiples at a time. There's actually archive.org has a whole uh, collection of Tiger Electronics where people have ported them over. You don't really emulate them as much right. as you right. you dump the data and you port them over and they play in that. So, and there's also RetroArch has, um, has, has a core for it. I've never looked into it, but I found You're, it very interesting. This is all kicked off because me and Scott do something called uh, the, the Tad feud on the morning stream, which right. Scott does of Brian Ibbett. Yeah. Um, and I show up and we play that. And this week, pretty high on the board, higher than I thought. Uh, so people's favorites, uh, the handheld game system was Tiger Electronics fell in there, right? Crazy people. Those Mattel and insanity, yeah. insanity. So, I understand when kids only had what they had. I get it. But yeah, whoa, woof. Like in retrospect, right. freaking woof. By the way, eBay, hundred bucks. Go get one. Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Well, we'll we'll see what we can do, and we'll have to reach out to the community and see if anybody could loan one or whatever. Whatever we could find out uh, to maybe. Yeah, maybe one of you have one of these. I would love to see it. Now, from from what I can right. tell, this was a straight. This was a real game player that just was ugly black and white, like a yeah, no backlit. Just on this, and the one you're showing looks like it got beat up pretty good. I can't that, tell. That thing saw the that saw the inside of a pocket a lot. Oh, you mean the hairy? Yeah, the hairy outsides yeah. of this thing. Yeah, dude. Yeah, somebody somebody loved that thing, boy. They hundred bo- hundred bones, and it's system. yours. They have a, they have another group here with that kind. Or what's, I lost it. Uh, I don't know why I lost it. And to describe it for people, it's just a. It's almost more like a a, a Game Boy Advance style format is a little wider than it is tall the the d-pads on the on the left side of the screen you got four face buttons uh, and maybe a start select oh more, more buttons than that but yeah the action buttons are only gonna be four um and, and it comes a, with these little carts and there's a stylus like a you would get what's the stylus for yes i assume the screen had some I, kind probably of probably tapping thing. yeah okay. like pda this is a bit like the pda era right yeah early pda stuff palm that kind of stuff probably yeah, probably if i had to guess yeah. <laughs> Some people in the chat don't buy this. Don't yeah. do it. It's for it's for research. It's not for like, I'm going to find great joy in this. I mean, it, I, I'm looking at Jurassic Park. Did that say Gamecom Internet? I think one of those cartridges <laughs> says Gamecom Internet. I love dead technology. <laughs> and boy, I that's don't think like, anything it, could be more dead yeah, than that. That's like Sega Channel <laughs> stuff, man. I love that crap. I love it. I don't want it to work. I just yeah. love that it exists, you know. And yeah, chat's yeah. right. We should buy. I had an N gauge. I'm so sad. I sold that. I should have kept. Yeah. it. Yeah. Because because we're gonna talk. We gotta talk about the N gauge sometime as we'll a dead piece of shit. Because that thing's yeah. What a nightmare it turned out to be. <laughs> well, oh, anyway, um, some trivia facts to wrap up some of the our Lion King coverage here. Yeah. Uh, which we hope you enjoyed. We I got I got a little bit of scrutiny. We don't usually play that on here, but if you want to, play oh, you want to do some film sack style scrutiny? Hold yeah, on. Uh, scrutiny. Go for it. There we go. Uh, the, the, it says, according to video game, video game facts, VGFacts.com, one of the entrant entries there, all supported by people who visit the site. Uh, the monkeys featured in the Simba's pride level. Yeah. Originally through obvious feces. Oh, throwing feces. What? <laughs> However, Disney requested this was removed from the final release. Oh, well, here's here's my final release, Disney. 
No, I, I don't. Is uh, it, I don't care about that so much. But I always love hearing about when game developers put in funny stuff and then they have to take it out. And right, funny. I would be I would be curious to how it actually went down because obviously Disney's not re- going to request it. Disney's going to demand it. And from all the interviews I saw with Lewis Castle, uh, creative director, uh, they they had they worked very tight, hand in hand, with the Disney animators, and you know even to the point that uh, the animators were upset that. You know, you know how when you jump mm-hmm. and in the mid in air, sometimes your character can do a second double jump. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't like the fact that Simba could turn directions Why? in that second double jump. So Why? Why? because they, it it was not a realistic motion. They could. Well, they would not be pop. Boo hoo! It's based on a cartoon. <laughs> Give me a break. If it makes the game funner, then who cares? You know. Yeah, more fun. That's why I love the game gear one, man. I'm telling you, got the animators out of the way, booted them to the. I don't know how they got away with it. They booted them to the curb, and it was like, we're gonna make a good game. Would you call that uh, the, uh, the monkey poo? Would you call it uh, feces pieces? Would you call it that? Oh, feces pieces, feces pieces. I love it. Yeah. By the way, also <laughs> in the game. Uh, they, they, uh, they took some Disney wanted the the game people to remove some of the scenes in the game because the scenes were removed from the movie. This game was being developed at the same time as the movie. Uh, that happened a lot back then. The code, the code developing of your game with your movie was a way common thing to do back then. Oh, totally. Because you had to, because it took, it took that long to get it done. And uh, so they, they, they did fight the fight. So you will see things in the Lion King, uh, of scenes and things that don't quite jive up with the movie is because they said, yeah, if we take that out, you pretty much got no game. Yeah. If you don't, if you want to know game, let's, let's do it. Yeah. Let's rack it up. Rack it up, baby. Baby. Rack it up, baby. But they didn't. Woo. Well, good for them. Uh, that's your look at Lion King. Don't ever think of it the same. It was a big screw job, uh, everyone, but still fun. Still fun game if you can get past yeah. that monkey thing. Just go read a guide on the monkey thing and you're fine. You'll get through it. Oh, man. Um, uh, we didn't get to talk too much about it, uh, but I, I did want to talk. I remember it being at Blockbuster. The thing that Nintendo, Nintendo was the biggest fighter is against uh, the game rental market. Yeah, they hated um, it. They had the most to lose. They had the most to lose at the time. Um, and as a result, they were always looking for a way because they couldn't get it done uh, through the legislature. So they went and they were just watching Blockbuster. And Blockbuster used to, uh, if 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 one of the if somebody lost a manual, which happened a lot, Blockbuster decided to start photocopying the manuals. Oh right. So Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo got Blockbuster on a technicality because <laughs> those are copyrighted, baby. <laughs> now, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, it's like and getting so, what's his uh, name on tax fraud. Um, uh, yeah. who, who's the mobster? The famous I can't even, Al Capone. They got him on tax fraud yeah, instead of yeah, murder and like exactly. everything else. Yeah, yep, that's they, they were watching him closely. Got him. Got him on that. But then uh, Blockbuster pivoted and said, "Oh, we're sorry. Here's our little fine." And so then Blockbuster started writing their own manuals. And I remember, I remember a little bit about that. Uh, those weird manuals we would get in. It's like. What? Blockbuster's like, fine, we don't need your stupid manuals. We'll make our own. And I was like, wait a minute. That means somewhere up in the higher echelons of Blockbuster at some point in time, somebody was getting to play games and write mm-hmm. game manuals. Yeah. And I'm like, how did I not work my way up to that position? Yeah, where I'm were you, man? Where were where was you? You stopped just short. You were like in the Red Vine uh, upsell department and you're almost there. You just I, about I was handing out. I, I was I was handing out balloons. We used to do that. 
<laughs> really? Helium balloons. What for? Just to say, hey, thanks for being here. For the kids. It was a freaking party, man. Mm. Blockbuster was a party atmosphere. You can't understand how exciting it was to go to a Blockbuster on Friday night to try to find a stinking new release for everybody else got there. Everybody in you in town would be in there. It's brightly lit, bright colors, yep. movie trailers going on about 10 different CRTs up in the, in the sky. Yeah, yeah. It smells like popcorn and candy. And there's this party atmosphere. You're coming in and, mm. and they got a guy greeting. Oh, hi, welcome to blockbuster. Hope you're having a good day. Shh. Now yep. blow up the, the balloons and tie it up and hit it to the kid and go, you have a great day, kid. Yep. And man, it was a different time. Go find your 13-year-old <laughs> brother who's staring at all those <laughs> sexy movies he can't rent because his mom won't let him. That's the yeah. blockbuster I remember. Uh, Taz says he was a Hollywood sure. video kid. I was I was split. I'd go yeah. back and forth. I do, you know, whatever we didn't was get a, available. We didn't get a Hollywood video until uh, a little later on. And by that time... It was a wasn't poor, that a, that uh, was a was, Sony deal, right? Sony owned them or something. All the ones I saw were in front of Walmart's, so I always assumed they were tied into Walmart somehow. Or Let me look at this here. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, block. Okay. Uh, yeah, we had this. we had uh, we had Blockbuster, Hollywood Video. We had two, three, three uh, mom and pop stores. Uh, mom and pop stores survived by doing uh, renting games that. Uh, that were third parts that that no legal person would rent also as well as adult rooms and that kind of stuff offering tanning beds mm -hmm. so i mean mom and pop stores are still thriving even with blockbusters matter of fact the more video stores you had in town there was uh there was research that said that the greater concentration in the closer area that it is yeah. the more profit all of them made because oh, people would just buy more entertainment weird that's an interesting Weird. thing. I would not have guessed that before getting data like that. You know, that mm -mm, seems strange nope. that that would happen. By the way, it's game crazy was the thing they added to that, which is their whole game thing. And I think Sony had a stake in that. Yeah. That's the deal. Ah, there you go. Yeah. There's well, something see, going on there. I can't remember. Eventually, we'll get to an episode about the blockbuster exclusives because Sega was always trying to do the things that Nintendo don't. And so <laughs> if Nintendo was fighting blockbuster about game rentals, then Sega was at the front door of Blockbuster going, let us in, let us in. We want to put our games in here. Yeah. How can we do something exclusive? Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. their deal. By the way, the last yeah. game crazy to open was 2006. That opened in Las Vegas. Uh, they game all crazy. went bankrupt in 2010. Nice. Oh, interesting. As of December 15th, 2011, GameCrazy.com uh, has been relaunched as a gaming blog. But has not updated oh. since 2014. Let's go see what's going on there. <laughs> Let's go see what kind of uh, flash uh, macromedia uh, virus we can get. Well, 2014 is not that long ago. Okay, 10 years, yeah. Scott. It's 10 years, but it's not that long. Not in the Shockwave. Not, not in the larger scheme of things. Okay, here we go. Like they got articles up here, like Alien Isolation might be the scariest game of all time. Yes. Um, uh, let's see, Halo Five Guardians joins live action Halo TV series Ooh. for 2015 release. That got delayed. Um, yeah. Let's see here, Sony's Project Morpheus: The Next Leap for Virtual Reality. Reality. Um, oh. How about this one? Uh, Retro gaming rises. They said in January. This feels of like a new. This was like a new segment. How how crazy is game crazy? Well, let's take a look back and see if they got it right. Yeah. No. I kind of want to buy that. Can I buy this domain? 
Let's just buy GameCrazy.com. Yeah, well, well, I mean, how much could it be? Like $10? What do you think? Uh, more they 10 grand, have, probably. They I literally guess. have two pages. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously they went and they down. both point to the they both point to the same content, just in a different format. No, okay, it is different. Yeah, and if I click the article, right. It doesn't go anywhere. Let's see. No, it doesn't. How about oh, no, we it do, does. It how, finally does anybody did. on crazygame.com? Uh, crazygame.com. <laughs> For a hot second, I owned and I had yeah, to get rid of it because right. it was too big. For a hot second, I had a game crazy yeah. um outside sign moniker that you would have up above the store. Oh. And I had really? a friend who got one because he knew somebody who was in the closed down one and they were getting rid of all this stuff. And he's like, Hey, I got the whole outside sign. Do you want it? Like the light thing and all that. And I'm like, Yeah, dude. I put it in here and it took up so much room and I never did shit with it. Kim's like, we got to get rid of this. So we did. I think we could go buy Blockbuster Video probably for $100. What do you think? Let's do it. Can I get that sign? I want a big one, though. Big one. Like big ass (laughs) Blockbuster Blockbuster Video. Blockbuster.com brings up a nice big old Blockbuster logo for your nostalgia needs. We are working on rewinding your movie. But while you wait, check out all that Sling TV has to offer. Does that mean Sling TV? Purchase or are they just trying to I don't get know. some free uh, reference money from uh, freaking sling. zero yeah. idea? I know that on Etsy there are a million neon sign replicas you can buy oh, that yeah. say Blockbuster on them, like the oh, blue absolutely. ticket. I might do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, like I said, it was a party atmosphere. It was it was all you know. You know the bad feelings you have associated with going to the dentist. Yeah, it's just the opposite for Blockbuster. It's nothing but good feelings. Oh, I can get a fake Blockbuster membership card for four bucks on Etsy. <laughs> that used to cost you a credit card. Oh, I mean, dude. come on. I know, right? Oh, there's I used cool to stuff. love laminating Blockbuster cards, man. That yeah, was my favorite thing. We'd print your little card out and put it in the laminate machine. Yes, you did. You were a fan. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, there's a VHS a lamp. Like it's all like lights inside the tape. <laughs> dude, there's <laughs> hey, some cool stuff on here. I may have some cool that. stuff. Yeah, look it's at this chat. Cool. Check this out. I'll show them right quick here. Look at that. LEDs inside the lamp. Yeah. How big is this? Hold on. Is there a video? There is. Okay, it's just on a desk. Look at that thing flashing and stuff. You could have a little like party. Yeah. You're right. In your pants. You're right. It was a it was a party atmosphere. It's a party, man. Uh all right. Time to move on to guess our game. It's a game we play, damn it. Destroy it. This way that works, or this way it works, the way it works is what I'm trying to say, is we tell each other the platform, the year, the genre, and the publisher, and then we play audio from this audio from an old thing, and we have to try to guess what it is. We have three questions each, and uh, once we're done with our three questions, we either have it already or we have a final guess. If we don't get it right, then we suck. If we get it right, then we're great. Yeah, and then yeah, and then in between time, there's a lot of um, um, stalling. Yeah, yeah all that stuff, because Brian's got to remember what the hell he recommended. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go ahead and start with mine. This is a gla- this is a Game Boy Advance game from 2003. Oh, all right, 2003. Side okay, scroller okay. action game is your genre. Mm, that's what I picked. Also, a little side scrolling action game as well. Nice. Mm, we and been on the uh, same page this week. Konami is the developer slash publisher. Oh. All right. Okay. Here you go. Okay. Well, now that I remember what I did, now I can focus on what you're saying. Oh, okay. good. Thank goodness we've gotten here. <laughs> Here's mine. I got mine. Here comes some gameplay. 
soundtrack kicks ass. That's some. I don't even want to guess. I just thought I was enjoying the music. It's really good. It's also a very good game. I would put it in the top 30 GBA games. It's not like, you know, oh, drop dead a little the bit best of thing ever. Too. There's some punching. Definitely right. some side scrolling action. Punching. Yeah. Side scrolling uh, action punching. Give you a so. little more of that. Um, when we say side scrolling action, let me get my first question out of the way. Let me narrow it down okay. just a little bit. Go is ahead. this a is this a is this a like a a, a, a shooter slash beat 'em up kind of, you know, a little bit of No shooting. A little bit of both, or do I need to dare it down further? Do no no shooting. No shooting is what I'll say. It's like a beat 'em up. Okay, so it's a beat 'em up. Okay. Uh, okay. Yes. You might have some projectiles, but that's not the main combat mode. Yeah, that's the main. You might get a power up here or there, maybe, and then that's right. your, okay. Right. Um, is this based on an intellectual property that is not a video game? No, this is based on an original IP, although I will say There's to help IP, you a little okay. bit, it is sort of derivative of some other games like it. I'll say that. Okay. Both All in right. both in theme right. and action type. Okay, I'll say that. Okay. Oh, I was All wrong right. about developer. Yes. I told you it was both Konami. Konami published it. Developer is Hudson Soft. If that helps. Okay, so Hudson Soft. Okay. Okay, Hudson Soft. Okay. Um, that doesn't make much a difference to me. Konami and Hudson Soft were working tight back then, anyway. So, uh, 2003. Interesting. What was I doing in 2003? Okay, this might help you. Back. I don't know. It's another tiny note. In uh, Europe, it had All a right. different name. Uh, okay, okay. Than it did in America or Japan. Japan and America had the same name, translated name. But right. uh, Europe had a different one for some reason. Pro- I know why. I'm hearing a lot of sirens, too. So I'm thinking maybe this is some kind of... Uh, let's see. Is side scroll action? I'm um, hearing some punching, a lot of a lot of beat-em-ups. Uh, hearing some sirens. This feels like a cityscape kind of a thing. Game Boy Advance 2003. Konami, Hudson Soft, is this uh, uh, some kind of... No, you said it wasn't like RoboCop. It's not like an intellectual property outside. It's mostly for this, so it's going to have to be something inside. Um, how about... Advanced Cops? Uh, is that Advanced your, Cops. Is that your guess? Yes, absolutely. Advanced Cops. Let's this, find they, out. They took a play on the, the name Advance, and they went with Advanced Cops. Is it Advanced Cops? No, it's not. This mm. game is called Ninja Five O. Ninja reason- Five O. Never played it. <laughs> never heard of it. It's Sounds great. Amazing. It's a fantastic game. Now, the reason they called it different, they called it Ninja Cop cops. in Europe, right? Ninja Cop. Ah. The reason they ah, called look at me. Yeah, but the reason they called it Ninja Cop in Europe was because there's no Five O. That there's language no means 5-0. nothing over That's- there. Yeah, doesn't mean nothing. That's an American thing. Yeah. Exactly. Look at me. Yeah. Look, look at, at me. you. I. I, <laughs> I was reasoning. Yeah, I just would have never had picked Ninja Five O. There's just yeah. such an obscure name, I would ever never guess. Yeah, this is not the kind of game that you've even seen. It's Did a you rare say it was Ninja Cop. Ninja Cop in Europe, yeah. Ninja Five O here. Okay, I I might have been able to you know just guess Ninja Cop, but yeah, the other no way. It's basically Shinobi on steroids. It's just kind of crazy. You can fire. You have a sword. Yeah. You can fire fire on people like close range like fire abilities. The animation's like, amazing. The music's insane. It's it's like kind of legitimately rad. <laughs> I like this game like a lot. It looks like Rolling Thunder. Rolling Thunder meets Shinobi is kind of what it. There's a bit of that. Looks yeah. like more advanced. Yeah. Uh, re- props, by the way, to Tondagosa in the chat. He nailed it uh, earlier. Got Look the at got Tonda the name. Guessing it. Yeah. Good you job. Never heard dude. of this game, so 
That's it. Oh, looks, it's it's, it's looks, worth it's playing. Very dude. fast. Worth playing. I'm gonna play this tonight like on I my said, new Ambernet Yeah, it's really good. Game Boy Advance has got a library of stuff that I I the library is bigger than I thought, and it's really good stuff. That's because a GBA lot of rules. lot of treasures over there. GBA rules. Yeah. All right, Brian, I'm gonna play yours. Tell me what it is in the categories that we give each other. What is it? Okay, so we got some action, but this is definitely not uh, this is definitely not Ninja Cop Five O type 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 action. This is more like fantasy action, but okay. it is the it is for the Sega Genesis uh, Mega Drive. Mega Drive. Here is nineteen yeah nineteen ninety two, and the publisher is Sega. Okay, so Sega, Sega joint of some sort. Here we go. Oops, mm. wrong one. Here we go. this at all um sounds a little more lighthearted than ninja cop ah much much lighter fare than the serious topic that is ninja cop being ninjas and cops at the same time it's very serious stuff yeah yeah yeah. very serious stuff this is not nearly that serious it's pretty good music um the music is amazing and you do have three questions Damn it. to get you there okay sega uh is this a sega. Oh, is this a series of games uh no it is not the, well there's so one not, off one off there there are yeah the, it is a one-off game but they do revisit this okay. uh ip okay. They How do. Interesting. So, that, so well, there are yeah, more. Not, maybe not necessarily Genesis, but more. Uh, but yeah, this has definitely been revisited in other games. Really? How about that? The IP has. So that means other but systems. Other systems, you're saying. This is the only Genesis entry. I'm not sure if there's any more in this. Like I said, this is a one-off, but it is an IP property. How about that? Okay. Well, that's everything, though, right? Even if it's a one-off. Yeah, but it's not It's not like... But it's it's... Are you saying this is based on some outside you're thing? A free, you're getting a freebie here. You're getting a freebie. Okay. This is not a Sega IP property. Oh. How about that? Okay. It is a property outside of uh, you know locked in video games. So you could you could see these games anywhere. Music's not ringing any bells for me. <laughs> um. So I'm one question down. Is it a? Damn. Did they make any? Did they? Mm, no, that's not a good question. Was it successful? Um, yes, it was very successful. <sighs> but not critically. <laughs> Get another freebie. Uh, Tezzeret in the chat says he's he's he votes for making guess my game multiple choice. Oh, that's interesting. We could, right, we could consider it's that. Like we should keep track of how often one of you actually gets these right. Right, exactly. It's it's pretty low. It's it's pretty low. But that's half the fun is us, you know, just trying to. It's it's gotten more difficult. That's why we've we've expanded because originally it was stuff like, hey, can you guess what game this is? Yes, Cubert. It's Cubert. I recognize Cubert. Yeah, but now we're like that. That yeah. that might be why multiple choice would be a good idea because the harder they get, the more <laughs> you got to open it up. Um, um, right. 
I don't know. I give up. I'm going to say this is it's Zippy and his friend Larry go to school and pop some cherries. I don't know. I have no idea. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. No, this is Ninja Cop 60. No, I'm kidding. It is uh, Ariel the Little Mermaid. Oh, Disney themed uh, question this week uh, developed by Blue Sky Software for the Sega Genesis Game Gear. <laughs> I can hear n- none of this is familiar. Well, I didn't play the music here. I'll send you the video that it's actually uh, captured from. I didn't give you the initial song because that would have been like you'd have instantly said there would be no need for multiple choice. You would have just said, oh, that's the Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah. My chat here. Oh, there you are. Um, Ariel the Little Mermaid. The is that the one? Oh, Ariel the Little Mermaid. Genesis playthrough. I just sent you a link through Discord. And if you start the video up, I mean, you'll pretty much plop right into oh, the, now the, i remember uh, this uh, does he didn't we talk about i think we talked about this game oh yeah didn't we we did we, we went did. over we this with something this what was the context though? yeah what were we talking I don't about remember it's probably probably disney games maybe talking about sharks see i was a musical note <laughs> sharks I think I was thinking of well, whatever. I, when I see a game like this, I go, "Oh, I'd rather play Echo the Dolphin." F this weirdness. Yeah, I'm yeah. playing this shit. Yeah. Uh, all Not right. If you were, if you were an aerial, uh, an aerial fan, you know. If you're an aerialist, I understand. Yeah. Let's hear some of that Aerial, music yeah. here. I oh. think we got some of the top. Uh, hold on. Under the sea. Up oh, there it is. Yeah, I'd give you that. Oh my gosh, it's so loud! Holy shit! Sorry, I apologize to everyone's ears. That is the loudest soundtrack. Why are they doing that horrible sound? I don't know. Terrible. I think there's a note here that goes. But yeah, you would have you would have guessed that right away. It would have been like boom. That was awful. Awful. Uh, Move on. We both did bad. We both did bad. That's the bottom line. Welcome to the treasure room. Yeah. Time for us to do a little listener feedback. We got a text here, a couple of them actually. It came to us at 801-471-0462. You can also leave voicemails there as usual, or you can email us at playretroshow at gmail.com. Here are our texts for Brian Stunaway, assuming he plays a rogue in WoW. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. He says, hey, in one of the Play Retro episodes, you mentioned the Galloping Ghost Arcade in the Chicago yes. area. Yeah, I want to go there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, wanted to let you know that my daughter is flying in from ta- uh, Tallahassee and we are planning on going sometime this week I'll send pictures and a review we'll also yes. look for some games and try and amaze Scott later dudes oh um, that is yeah. awesome hurry that up and send your stuff dude idea. text those pictures I can take him as text so you can send them to that same number and I would love to see how it went I assume he's done now or it's this week maybe might be this week yeah yeah, I'm um, very excited. Galloping Ghost competes with a couple other arcades in the country that keeps kind of going, we're the largest arcade in the country. And they're always like trying to one up each other. And I would love, love, love to go there. There's a great am- amount of history, too, with uh, uh, arcade games in Chicago. It was the hub for a really long time. And man, I would love to go. And just imagine getting to go with one of your kids. Oh, yeah. That's dude. amazing. Uh, can you imagine that? Yeah, I would love to go with Nick. Yeah. Or something like that. Maybe we will. Yeah. Father son trip. I have to figure that out. Uh, we got Got one more ghost. This is, uh, let's see. This is about the Sonic episode that we did. 
He says, uh, this is without a a person that did not leave their name. He says, with Sonic and Knuckles plus any other game, the no way screen Mm -hmm. is a ruse or was a ruse. Okay. Uh, You can push some button combo to get a randomized 3D sphere level. I used that to get good enough to get both sets of emeralds, became hypersonic, and see the quote unquote real ending. Oh, yes, right. That's the thing they didn't want you to see. This is what all of the developers, uh, they hate you. For telling this secret but yeah that's that's cool i didn't know that uh but you're right so the the 3d spear levels if i don't know if you remember when we did that uh yeah. did that one they were you would run around and you yeah. would it was like a big ball back like and a sphere forth. and if you hit the pinball things you'd bounce if you avoided right. them and got the blue ones the red, or, or the reds the right would turn blue and then you got the blues or something like i don't remember what it was yeah 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 it's yeah. bad it's and not being a fun, hypersonic it's not a fun video i don't like that mini game <laughs> at all no, and it's and you're thinking, oh, that's not so hard. But the thing is, it's one of those uh, those uh, uh, eternal runner things. What is it? It's not eternal runner. What do you call it? Endless uh, runner. Infinite runner. Endless it, runner. Endless runner. Infinite runner. Yeah, that's it. Endless runner. He just yeah. starts. He just starts. He just starts going. Mm, mm. <laughs> he starts moving. And you can't stop him. So Here's, this is the reason I don't like. I don't like any Sonic interstitial level stuff. They're all bad. Yeah, they all try to be 3D and they're not. They all try to be fun yeah. and they're not. And they all right. break so hard from the normal gameplay that they just piss me off. So if I could go to Sega and say, hi, yeah. Sega, what's up? They'd say, do you have a complaint, sir? I'd say I have one. Quit putting weird shit in your Sonic games, okay? Just play Sonic. Knock it off. I kind of I kind of like the original one, though. The one where the screen rotates around and you're kind of stationary and it just kind of rotates you around and you're rotating the screen. I kind of I kind of like that. That one's maybe okay. magical. It's maybe OK, I guess. Sparklies and things. I, I just like don't. It. I like I like Mario's method. It's like, oh, I'm in a place where there's a ton of extra coins. Let's try to get them all. Yeah. And the music. Yeah. The music changes and you fall. And you're like, oh, what's going on? Oh, yeah. I got your coins. Yeah. I don't mind that. That that makes yeah. sense in the world. But you're like. Now the world's 3D and you're in a big tube. Why? <laughs> Remember all those things you learned in level one? Forget them. Forget them. This is a whole new video game now. Anyway, yeah. thanks for that text. You can send those again at 801-471-0462. And we look forward to it. Ludicrous kill. Holy shit. It's time for the Unreal Report. As you know, we've had nothing but growth in our retro Unreal play. And hundreds of you have joined the Unreal tournament and 2K4 stuff over the last three weeks. We'd like to thank you for your jibs, your gibs, and your jibbing and gibbing. All right? Yes. It's the gib that just keeps on jibbing is the way I say it. Yes. Uh, Are these these the most updated uh, top fives or are these old? If you click, if you click on the links that will give you the actual live data, this is over on GameTracker.com. We're tracking both servers. Um, And if you look for uh, play retro servers over on GameTracker.com, you can see the same or you can go to RetroGib.com. There's links there. But yes, this is the absolute most recent uh, standings up to the minute. This I'm, very I'm in fourth place, it, it. fourth place in both servers. That's crazy. Yes, you're a very fourth place player. And I think I'm like uh, ninth on one and sixth on the other. So, yeah, uh, you're doing all right. Shock I'm effect on uh, 2K4. You're you're creeping up my butthole there. Yeah, I'm, do- I'm doing I'm doing my thing. I'm but, trying to get a little closer, trying yep. to practice a little bit. Um, I think tonight we're yeah. we're playing 2K4, right? Is that what we're doing? That's what that was doing. the plan. That's oh, the plan. If you're yeah, down with maybe. it. I'm, are you kidding? I'm so ready. Let's yeah. go. 
My arm, my arm doesn't hurt today, so let's hurt it. Let's get my arm hurting. Oh, good. Anyway, there's a lot going on over there. If you want to be a part of that part of our community and play some old Unreal and and find out the ways to get it, if you don't happen to have it in either case, either of these games cases, you can go read all about it at retrogib.com. Brian did a bunch of updates. It's awesome. So yeah, we updated. Out. Yeah, we updated uh, UT UT two K four information. So now you have a full from beginning to end on yep. how to uh, possibly acquire it, how to install it, set it up, get on the server so you can play us. Like Scott said, retrogib.com. Huge thanks to Wabbit Magic, who uh, you know what you did. Yeah, we know what you uh, did, and, and thanks, we're happy you did it, but we, we know, know what you did. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We know what you did. And mm-hmm. thanks to Don't Blink over on the Discord server, who hit me up earlier today and said, I don't get some of this Linux stuff uh, for installing the patch. And I'm like, I don't know. And I took a look, and by the time I got through looking, he'd already fixed it, and he figured out how to do it. And so I took the information he gave me, and I put it on. The, oh, uh, so hey, website. Linux people, you guess, guess what? We didn't yeah. forget about you. You're still covered in there. I forget about you. Uh, Here's the good news. I think this is great news. Next week, we are covering one of my favorite series of all time for the grand, actually for anything, but I'll say a Game Boy Advance game, but also just for anything. I love Advance Wars, and we're going to talk about Advance Wars. Probably talk about Advance Wars 2 as well. Uh, Kind of the state of where it's at today, but that original game and why it's so damned important to me Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. maybe hopefully a bunch of you. Now, I found out something today. Uh, we did a little special TMS thing for our patrons today. And um, right during that conversation, we had a question about Superman, the, the N64 Superman game that we just covered. Oh, yeah. And the yeah, question yeah, was, and the trivia question was, do you know what the full name of the game was? And neither of them knew it. And at oh, the yeah. end of it, I said, boy, it's real easy to tell who who listens and who doesn't listen to play retro <laughs> in our community. I was kidding around, obviously. <laughs> But what they both right, right, said right. to me was, they both said the same answer. They said, well, I only listen to the ones where you guys talked about a game I, I played or I'm interested in. If it's about a game oh. I didn't play, I, I skip it. So yeah, if that's the case, if, you, if y'all are skipping the episodes based on games you didn't play, yes, that's dangerous information. Brian and I are going to take that information. We're going to figure out a way to make it yeah. so you can't miss no matter you're- what we talk about. You're not gonna. You're not gonna like what we're gonna do. Uh-uh. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. You're gonna <laughs> fall on the floor and rub oil on yourself. It's gonna be amazing. Anyway, Superman: uh, The New Superman Adventures. By the way, is the answer you're looking for is the full title and the title of the animated cartoon, right? Isn't that right? Yeah, and again, the, the show is good. The cartoon or the uh, game yeah. is Garbaggio. 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 Anyway, that is coming yes. up uh, next week. We'll talk about Advance Wars. Very excited. Get out your game gears, all right? Patreon.com slash play retro in the meantime. These are people that have signed up for our Patreon. Spencer Cole, just an example. CJ, Oslin McColgan, Coolgan, Mark Ellison. These are just a few of the fine folks who have joined us most recently. And uh, they never get commercials now. They get pre-show content every week. What other reasons could I give you? Go support your favorite retro game yeah. show right now at Patreon.com slash, uh, yeah, play, ret- uh, sorry, Patreon.com slash play retro. I don't know why that got Googled up in my head. Uh, if you're looking for our website, it'll have links to everything, including uh, later today. I'll put it up there because I don't know why I haven't yet, but RetroGib will be up on yeah. there. All this other stuff will be on there. Uh, check it out. That is frogpants.com slash play retro. Brian, is there anything else you'd like to add before we go? Yes. Hakuna Matata. Oh, my gosh. That is a great idea. Get yours today at hakunamatata.com. <laughs> <laughs> my tatas all right that's it we'll it see ain't you guys. no passing phrase <laughs> go gotcha. read go play or something retro and watch the lion king and we'll see you next time yep.
more at frogpants.com. They stopped laughing. Mm-hmm.